Welcome to Girls Club, a space where you'll experience realness, vulnerability, and empowerment to thrive in the relationships around you. I'm Angie White. And I'm Shelby Diaz, Enneagram 7 Twinsies, active students in the space of friendships, a less common type of relationship that's discussed. And we're here to share all that we've learned and still learning. So grab a cold brew and join us at the table. This is the Girls Club Podcast. Okay, ladies, we are so excited that you have tuned in and that you're listening. We want to give a shout out. Oh, yeah, sorry. Angie and I right now are sharing a mic, and we'll tell you why in one moment. But for any ladies or men that are tuning in, that if you are in your car, hey, what's up? We <laughs> hope that your volume and your Siri isn't screaming at you. We're working on volume control. And if you're uh, at the gym working out, that's awesome that we get to join you there. I'm pretending to run. <laughs> um, but today on this episode, we are really excited that we've got two guests and we're going to dive right into talking about friendship and doing ministry together. We're super excited. We have Megan and Bianca and we met them. Well, I guess Angie and I have different interactions with both of them. I met Bianca at your house. What? <laughs> I met Bianca at your house when she came and spoke. I think it was in 2018. And Bianca, you like wrecked me with the word that you shared and it was just so cool. And I remember wanting to just get to know you more. And then Megan, I met at a girls club meetup. It was really fun just to, that's where our friendship started probably a year ago, maybe. And Angie's going to kind of take it off now. We're sharing a mic because we only have three mics. <laughs> so here's Angie. <laughs> hey everybody. Um, yeah. Like Shelby said, we're so excited for our guests today and I would love for you to just say hi to them. So Bianca, if you want to start off, just say hi. And I guess how we met or like where our friendship started, like whether it's like me and Shelby, um, and just so listeners can get to know you. Yeah, well, first of all, we are super excited to be here. Honestly, thank you for thinking of us and texting us in a group text, which I love group texts. Actually, <laughs> sometimes, not always. But thank you so much for inviting us to this um, amazing thing that you guys are doing. It's literally changing my world, so I know it's impacting the lives of so many girls. So keep it up. Please don't stop. Thank you. Um, I was thinking, like, when did I meet Angie, the famous Angie White? <laughs> um, and I genuinely thought it was at In-N-Out with Ali, but we were wrong. <laughs> I was wrong. I was not there. Not there. It was actually, like Megan said, at a photo shoot, which was so much fun. Like um, two years ago? Two years was ago? Was it two? I think it was even longer ago. Yeah, it feels like it was. Ago. Okay. Yeah. It yeah. could be longer than two years. Um. But we met there, but I feel like it was just like, hey, hi, okay, bye, see yeah. you later. And then the social we media. We became friends on Instagram. Yes. Yeah. And then we, like, started DMing each other, and I think we started just, like, talking about, like, ministry and, like, yes. church life and just personal life. And um, I think, I mean, I always kind of check in with Megan on, like, what do you think about that girl? And do you see, like... She, like, is so relatable, and I think with you, it was just, like, an instant click with that, like, your heart is so aligned with the Lord's, and so we saw, like, this is for future, like, this is a forever friendship. Yay. So, yeah, so <laughs> we, we, for sure, I am so excited that we continue to do this together, and now we got shelves in the group, <laughs> so that's amazing, um, but yeah, I'm sure that God has so much more in store for us, but we'll... We'll see what it is. I like Yay. surprises, Lord. 
I'm excited. <laughs> I'm so excited you're here, Bianca. And next is Megan. If everyone mm-hmm. wants to meet Megan, she can share a little bit about how she, I don't know. I, it's very funny because, like, we didn't just meet, but, like, we knew of each other, I feel like, before we met, just yeah. with social media. We and were Instagram <laughs> friends before we were real-life friends. Right. That's how you know it's real. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but go ahead and share a little bit about yourself. Well, I'm Megan, and I've been doing ministry with Bianca for ever since we started doing yeah. ministry, with, which was, like, six years ago. And then I met you guys and I met Angie the same time that Bianca did. Mm -hmm. And then I met Shelby at the first girls girls club that I attended, which was amazing. Like, Mm -hmm. I love that so much. I've never experienced something like that. Mm -hmm. And I love what you guys are doing, not only with that, but now that it's turned into like this podcast, it's incredible. And I know it's spoken so much to me and I just can't wait to see where this goes. Yay, thank you. Yeah, and just for context, for anyone listening that's um, a new listener, you're unfamiliar with Shelby and I personally, we started Girls Club Hangouts where they weren't like events or anything like that. They're just really casual get-togethers for girls to come and make friends who don't have friends in the community, Um, and it's really among churches in our city, and so we got to meet girls from across the city and get to know each other, Um, and since Bianca and I were friends, she came and she brought some of her friends And that's where Megan came. Hmm. Um, And it was a lot of fun. And we got to meet a lot of their other friends, too. So Megan and Bianca are leaders of Awaken Ministry, um, which is a women's ministry dedicated to restore, refocus, and empower young women through God's truth, which I love so much. Because I remember hearing about Awaken through social media before I even met either of you. I remember seeing it, like, all over social. And it was for young girls at the time, right? Like, youth. It was youth (laughs) girls it started out with. Um, And so I remember just seeing photos. You guys were doing events like downtown and it was so incredible because it's so unique. It's a mobile ministry. So you guys don't really belong to a church, like a physical building church, but you're just doing things on your own and God has guided you through this and it's Mm -hmm. grown so much over time. And now it's for all women of all ages. I see it mostly appeals to young adult women, Mm -hmm. but it's definitely growing and it's been really cool to be able to watch you guys um, navigate your way through six years, which is crazy. crazy. Six years. So, <laughs> um, so we're really excited. Shelby and I are excited to learn from you too. Um, since Shelby and I have been doing ministry together for, I want to say almost two years now, a little bit um, at our old church and then within girls club in the church right now. Um, so there's a lot of things that Shelby and I have learned. Like when you're, if maybe you work with one of your best friends, I know Bianca works with one of her other best friends too. Mm. And so when you're in close proximity with one of your friends or your best friends, it can be different. You know, maybe there's different expectations outside of the workplace or outside of the ministry realm. Uh, Maybe there's, I don't know, just like a difference in how you communicate. Um, And so Shelby and I just want to learn a lot about what does your guys' friendship look like being in close proximity, doing ministry together. So maybe you guys can share a little bit how you first got close. Like, how did that happen? You know, you don't just become someone's best friend right off the bat. I don't know, maybe you did. (laughs) But I would love to hear, like, how you guys even became close. Well, that story is crazy, and I was actually thinking about it this week. Like, when did I get close with Megan, close enough to, like, say, shoot, like, she's my best friend? Mm -hmm. Um, So when I started Awaken, I started it like partially in my college campus in the dorms for the freshman girls. 
and then I graduated and I went back home and it was like, Lord, I feel like this this is not like the end of this new thing that you brought into my life. Mm -hmm. So I like talked to my parents about it and they're like, why don't you use our backyard? Like just, you know, do your ministry here. At that time it had no name. It was kind of like Bible study at Bianca's. Mm -hmm. And so, um, a friend of mine who's also a friend of Megan's, um, actually went to high school with Megan kind of spread the word at her school. Hey, my friend Bianca's doing this Bible study thing. It's all girls, like, just come. Mm -hmm. Megan was there since day one, mm -hmm. and literally, I feel like she's only missed, like, two awakens in this yeah. whole, like, entire six-year span. <laughs> oh, my God. So it's crazy. So when I met her, I think the difference of age when we met was kind of, like, that awkward, like, she wasn't 10 and I was, like, 15, <laughs> but it was, like, <laughs> literally, it literally yeah. felt like that. Like, yeah. it was, like oh my gosh, she's this like young girl that I want to like disciple and like I want to be alongside with and like hear all her breakup stories and hug her when she needs a hug. But You guys are six years apart, right? No, or five? How? Well, I'm going to say my age here. Are you serious? I'm <laughs> four. Four and a half. Or four, no. I'm 27. And I'm 22. Yeah. So yeah, 40. Yeah. Okay. So, I mean, you know that, like, four years, if you're younger, it's kind of, like, awkward sometimes yeah. to be like, my friend is, like, 24, and I'm, yeah. you know, just whatever. Yeah, yeah it's, it's like, awkward, Especially like, to like hang out. being in high school, you only yes. hang out with people your age. And right. so, like, that, for me, was super awkward because I was, like, this <laughs> high elder. <laughs> this high schooler with this yeah. grandma. I'm just kidding. Uh, this elderly woman. <laughs> yeah. No, but that's how it literally felt. I felt the same way. And like you said, Angie, like we've had like so many different age groups in Awaken. Mm -hmm. And the start of it was that it was tailored for um, middle school and high school girls. Mm -hmm. So majority of our girls were high school girls. And so Megan came along with our mutual friend and it was like she's a sweet I mean the girl that you see is the girl that you get she's super sweet like really honest and just just this hunger to grow and so many amazing questions that I was like oh my gosh this girl is challenging me like mm. I had to go back to the word and like I don't know what to tell Megan like Lord help me <laughs> and so it caused a huge stretch in me and so eventually I led awaken like alone. I mean, the Lord was with me, but alone for two years yeah. where I had no team. So mm -hmm. now thank you, Jesus. We have a team of six girls, but before that, um, for two years, it was just me. And so it started getting really, really heavy for me because it was really gnarly things. I mean, girls yeah. come in with all sorts of things and issues and family stuff. And so I remember praying to Jesus, like, at a conference that I intentionally went to to see if like Awakens kind of had an expiration date and I was done with it because mm -hmm. I really felt like throwing the towel out mm -hmm. and I remember the Lord clearly he's like I need you to grab a pen and grab your journal because I'm going to give you the name of a couple of girls that I've been stretching in this ministry and that I want you to bring and partner with you mm -hmm. and one of those girls was Megan and so I remember coming back um, from this conference and having this conversation with her and we're huge crybabies. I don't know. Uh, we probably won't cry on the podcast, but I don't know. It could happen. But I remember telling her like, oh, Megan, God placed you in my heart. Like he sees you. He's been seeing like your hunger. Mm -hmm. And she had just a hu huge growth. I mean, 
not many people know her testimony, but just like this like crazy growth in her life where I was like, oh my gosh, this girl is like walking in her full potential and like the calling that Christ gave her. So after that, we started getting closer because we would plan together. Then like coffee became a serious addiction for both of us. (laughs) Every meeting was at coffee shops. Mm -hmm. So eventually we started to get to know each other like how was your upbringing and her family's amazing. So their dinners are just great. It's like a feast (laughs) every day. So it was literally like I would go over and we would hang out. And then eventually like our, what became as like, Oh, you helped me with ministry became like such a natural thing. Like you're my friend, like we're doing this for life. Mm -hmm. And so I can now say, like, she is one of my bestest friends. I mean, she was at my wedding. Bestest. Yes. Not just best. Bestest. bestest. <laughs> so that's kind of like a quick summary of how yeah. our friendship developed. Yeah. Yeah. What's your side of the story, Megan? I'm just kidding. She's like, well, it's not like that. <laughs> <laughs> she forgot this part. I'm just kidding. Well, yeah. What are, like, memories that come to your mind when you think about the beginning of your guys' friendship? Well, I remember first meeting Bianca at a youth gathering yeah and at the time I I didn't grow up in church Mm -hmm. and so but my dad he was he grew up in church but I never like experienced that but I always had like scripture at the base of my like up growing and so I started going to a youth gathering and that's when I first met Bianca and I didn't really like get to know her but I saw her from a distance and I knew of her because of our mutual friend and they were super close at the time and so when I remember seeing Bianca and I was like oh my gosh that's the girl that my friend always talks about I need (laughs) to get to know her because I've heard such amazing things Mm -hmm. and then I think at the time since we did have such a big age gap it was like Mm -hmm. there was never really a reason for us to connect Mm -hmm. and so until Awaken came I was like oh my gosh I'm gonna get to be her best friend now (laughs) 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 no but I remember being like I actually I don't even think I knew it was you who was doing the bible studies at the time I just remember our mutual friends saying hey you're coming with me and I was like okay I have nothing better to do and little did I know how much that was gonna like change my life like drastically because I had only experienced God in like little moments of like going to these church gatherings and I was never really connected to a church and I didn't have strong Christian friends and so at Mm -hmm. the time my mutual friend was the only other Christian person I knew Mm -hmm. and that like really started my relationship with not only Bianca but like with God and from there I just like it just went like a roller coaster so mm-hmm. fast, mm-hmm. but like the best ride I've ever been on. Oh, that's amazing. Is there, was, do you, can you guys recall one point in your friendship where it really took things to the next level? Like did something happen or you guys needed one another or <laughs> it just like bumped it up your closeness? Well, I think we experienced so many like trials within ministry mm-hmm. and yes. a lot of times ministry is so hard especially when you're doing it by yourself Mm -hmm. and I think what really like took our friendship to the next level was we were going through those trials and we really needed someone to understand where we were at Mm -hmm. and we both understood because we were doing it together Mm -hmm. and we both had like these heartaches of what was going on in our ministry and how we were going to overcome that and Mm -hmm. become stronger and it didn't only like affect our ministry Mm -hmm. but I think our friendship yeah Yeah, I think there was, I mean, 
I feel like every year since we've had a team at Awaken, every year, like close to the end of the year, like November, December, we have these like psycho challenges of yeah. like, you guys, I think this is it for Awaken or yeah. just like these like serious conversations and conflict. There has been conflict within like the team. We love each other, but sometimes we just want to pull each other's hair. Um, <laughs> it, and it's okay, because we're girls and we have a lot of hormones. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. So I think, yeah, what Megan said is completely true. Like, there was so many moments where I would text her and, like, I would apologize to her. Like, I am so sorry, but I don't think I can do this. Like, mm. this it's too much, like, it's too much pain. It's so hard. I feel like mm -hmm. people are, like halfway in halfway out like I feel like I'm being used and she has always just heard me out like even if it's mm -hmm. in person or through text mm -hmm. like I feel like she reads it word for word and is like <laughs> digesting what I'm saying mm -hmm. and she would always be I remember one time she texted me she's like B I feel the same way and that to me was like oh my gosh Jesus I'm not alone like she understands yeah. Yeah. rather than dude no don't give up this is the God's work and like you know like yeah. the pump up encouragement which is great but in that moment I did not want that I didn't want her to tell me Bianca stop it like get up shake it off it was like Bianca it's okay like this is part of doing God's work mm -hmm. and so that I think totally like it kind of like we went like 500 levels in our yeah. friendship of is it wasn't just one step on the ladder it was like 10 steps and mm -hmm. so um I think just we're always honest with each other I don't think we've ever gotten in a fight we've disagreed yeah. where she's like I'm sorry but I disagree with you and I'm like I take it okay yeah. I take it because I'm always like Lord send me challenging things and then Megan comes like I don't like what you're doing I'm like okay I, I take it. it. Yeah. I, yeah. So yeah. I think just being like that openness and like also from her and like she's always like, B, just tell me if you don't like this idea, tell me. If you don't like this graphic, tell me. Because you always say you like it, but do you mean it? And yeah. I'm like, no, it's because I do. I do. <laughs> so just having like that open like mm. humility in a way has been like super amazing in our friendship and has definitely like allowed mm. us to grow. Yeah, mm -hmm. I think it's because we're both really good at taking correction. And yeah. I feel like if we weren't, we would have conflict for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I think that's, like, one of the best things about our friendship because we don't let each other stay where we're at. Yeah. But we constantly challenge each other mm. to grow and to, like, push forward. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. really cool. I love that you guys said that part of the trial that you had was doing ministry together because it is hard like yes. things are just thrown at yes. you at different levels and you have to trust each other at a different level so it's just really cool that that was what propelled and changed your friendship to the next level so then with that how do you balance having like a really healthy friendship but also doing ministry because I feel like those can like I feel like you have to separate oh, them. Yeah. Yeah, sure. what do you guys do that helps or even if you're <coughs> excuse me sorry working with a friend do you guys have any boundaries or suggestions on how to maintain that healthy friendship I think one of the things we're at least I mean we're learning as we're going like we've we're not freaking Christine Kane here or <laughs> you know with their bomb ministry Christine Kane if you're listening please sponsor I'm just oh. kidding <laughs> we love you yes, no you, you just come come uh, 
No, but I think for us, it's like we have we hang out like all the time. And I think sometimes we're intentional and like not talking about Mm -hmm. ministry. Mm -hmm. Like, okay, we're not hanging out to plan what we're going to do at Awaken. Like we're hanging out to spend quality time with each other and to check in on each other and see where we're at and also to have fun. Um, Mm -hmm. And it was so funny the other time. I mean, we hung out like a couple weeks ago and I was like, Megan, we don't have any pictures together. And I was like, and it's not like, oh my gosh, like we're, I don't want to post her on my Instagram. No, it's like, we're having so much fun and we have these like deep, cool conversations. That's like, I'm not going to be videotaping our conversation. Like, look everybody, this is Megan, you know, (laughs) but, but, um, I think it helps that we kind of like do separate that in conversation. No, and I feel like it can be really easy to forget to separate it because we have so much fun doing ministry together. And I think sometimes we like blend the lines almost of our friendship and us doing ministry together because we have so much fun doing ministry Mm -hmm. and like planning it. But I think it's really important that we do set those times where we're strictly like focused on our friendship and growing our friendship instead of like our ministry. Angie and I have just many different projects that we do together, <laughs> and we realized that our texting stream was just getting overloaded with with plans or ideas or all different things. And so Angie was like, hey, can we do a separate app just for Girls Club so we can oh just wow. streamline our communication so when we do record, we don't have to scroll back, mm. you know, a million years to be like, what was that idea mm-hmm. we had or what was that graphic? So we use WhatsApp. And we call it like Girls Club HQ. And that's where any time of the day you can just put an idea. And it's been so much easier for when we need to look back. Mm -hmm. And it's been one of like, I feel like the best boundary that we've had. Mm -hmm. And then we also have a Google Doc where anytime we write down ideas, it's like some of the ideas are just one liners with one document on the (laughs) the Google Google Doc. We're like, well, we'll get back to that eventually, Lord. Like we just need to, we needed to streamline things because it got a little overwhelming yeah. and like, oh my gosh, but we have this project. When is that deadline? What's that? And it w- it's helped a lot. Do you guys use anything like that or organize through? No, we, that's <laughs> a good tip. I mean, we yeah. usually just will randomly text each other like, hey, let's do this series yeah. at a, on Awake. And it's like, okay, love you. See you later. Yeah. And it's like <laughs> just random. Yeah, yeah, or yeah. like the other day I was checking my notes and I have like a specific like big long mm-hmm. note and the title is Megan so I'm like it's like all the things <laughs> I there, send yeah. Megan yeah. and she yeah. sends me so I mean we we should be more intentional yeah. with that and yeah. sometimes we have about five conversations in one message that's another thing so <laughs> so the scrolling <laughs> yeah. does suck because you're like I can't remember I can't do it yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay I have so many questions for you guys um I feel like this is gonna be a little bit longer episode why not um so let's not be worried about the clock so with all that being said, um, what I would love to know, what, what I think makes friendships so golden and just so valuable is what you get to learn from each other and having different strengths and different weaknesses. What is something you guys can share, whether it's one or two things that you've learned specifically from the other person? Dang, that's deep. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's a lot. Yeah. Um, I think what I've learned from our friendship, specifically from Megan, is at do everything with intentionality. Like, she's super intentional with everything she does. Mm-hmm. 
even the outfit she's wearing is very intentional oh, right now. Always. <laughs> always. You she's see? Always on but more more than <laughs> she's like looking at let me see your shoes under the table. Yeah. Um <laughs> where'd you get those? We'll take a picture Which of if you ask her and we'll post it on oh. Girls Club Instagram. Seriously. And if you ask her where'd you get your outfit, she will tell you she's not like those girls that's like, I'm not gonna tell you. Or like, she's like, uh, I don't out. know. Yeah, I think it was like from two thousand five. <laughs> and it's like nothing to do with like two thousand five at all. Anyways, but I think She's just very intentional with, like, her conversation she has, intentional with, like, the way she plans her day. She's, like, I'm a, I'm a huge planner, and she's the same way. Like, uh, we will be spontaneous, but I think it takes a lot for us to be spontaneous. Like, she'll prep what coffee shops we're going to go visit on what days. Like, hey, I haven't been to this one. Like, I'm down. But it, she is super intentional in in everything that she does. And so I think that's taught me a lot, even like as a person and even in my marriage and in my friendships, like just what are my intentions for this particular event I got invited to speak at? What are my intentions in this gathering that we're hosting? What are my intentions in this friendship? Like what are my intentions in general? Mm-hmm. And that's something that I've learned from watching her. She's very intentional and also she does not give up Mm. like she might say like I gave up no you didn't like there there's been moments where I'm like Megan I don't know how you're processing this whole thing Mm -hmm. like I would have literally said uh, call it quits and she's a very like no I want to know what God's teaching me through this Mm -hmm. so she's a lot of like she's intentional and she's also always trying to see like God I know you like tell me I'm not alone but I need you to tell me where you're in this. And so in those moments where our ministry has felt lonely, which has been the biggest lie from the enemy, um, she's always like, hold on, we need to take a break and like ask God, like, where, where are you? Cause we know you're with us, but I think we lost focus of you. Mm. So she likes to like reel it in with a lot of us. Even, I think even the girls on the team would say that like, it's, she just walks in and it's like, she brings power and her, pr- she doesn't have to speak a lot. Like she just mm-hmm. sits in a room and you're like, Oh shoot, this isn't a joke. Like <laughs> Jesus is here. As soon as <laughs> Megan walked in, Jesus came in. So, um, I mean, there's so many things I could say about her, but those two are like probably the most like bold things in her life that are reflected to me like mm-hmm. constantly. That's good. Aww. What about you, Megan? What's yeah. something you learned from Bianca? Oh man. One of my favorite, favorite things about Bianca I don't even know how to exactly put it into words but the way that she lives you can easily tell and I know she's going to disagree with this <laughs> but she is so fearless and mm-hmm. I admire that so much yeah because I can't tell you how many times like she's been like afraid to do something or like the enemy's thoughts are like getting to her mm-hmm. and she is so good at choosing to hear God's voice over the enemies mm. because I think a lot of times it's so easy to hear the enemy yeah. over God mm-hmm. and she is so good at listening to God and shutting his voice out mm-hmm. like she literally tells the devil to shut up mm-hmm. and I love it <laughs> because I think a lot of times if we were to let his tactics get to us who knows where we would be yeah. and I that's one thing I see in Bianca's life is she is so fearless in doing what God's called her to do Mm -hmm. in every day. Like even Mm -hmm. the simplest things, Mm -hmm. she is so fearless and I admire that. I love that. Are you guys crying yet? (laughs) (laughs) I love that so much. Does anything come to your mind, Shelby, as we're just chatting that you want to hear from the girls? 
Give me that mic back. <laughs> no, I just like as I was listening to you guys speak, I as I I was watching the one who the one who you were talking about, but there's only two of you. <laughs> so if Bianca was talking about Megan, I was looking at Megan. And Megan, if you were talking about Bianca, I was looking at Bianca. And it's so interesting to me how powerful it is to like reaffirm friendships and telling people with words, even if that isn't your love language of how you receive, how important it is to hear like wow, I'm, I'm living this out and I didn't realize that it was affecting you in that way or I wasn't, that's just how I was. But someone pointing it out mm. is like, oh, actually, yeah, that is different. That mm. is unique about me. And so I would just like tell any listener who's listening to reaffirm your friendships. Yeah. Speak that out. Speak the goodness and stop looking at the negative if that's what's hurting. Just speaking the the power into your friend makes them almost live up to that sometimes. Yeah. Like, hey, like you are fearless. Yeah. I see when this happened, you chose this over that. And that's just so cool. I just love it. Like now hearing, I'm like, yes, I can see how like you're so intentional. Yes, I can see how you walk in that boldness and putting words to it. I'm like, yeah, I yeah. love that. <laughs> like that's so good. So I just love yeah. that. I would like encourage you guys yeah. to do that all the time. Yeah. Um, no, and that's one thing because both of our like love language is like words of affirmation. Yes. Mm. And so I think that like helps drive our friendship because I think Bianca is so supportive and she's so good at like telling how she feels and Mm -hmm. getting that across, but also like encouraging, like she is the most encouraging person I've ever met. So Mm -hmm. I love that. That's so good. (laughs) Right. Yes. Love. (laughs) It's so good. Okay. Let's go into our next question. I love this question. Okay. What is the craziest story you have from doing ministry together. Do you remember that? I know you're going to remember the story w- in more detail than than I do because I feel like you were more involved with it. Remember the um, we did pre-conference and I the girl that showed this, up. Yeah. yeah, that's that was like that still yeah. like gives me chills to this day. Yeah, I think we have a lot of crazy God stories, mm. and that was one of them. Yeah, because we had our first conference, and then right before that maybe six months before yeah we had a pre-conference and we had so many crazy stories from girls that night but one of them stood out specifically and it was because this girl came up to me and asked if I would pray with her and after we prayed together I asked her how she hear about Awaken and how she came here mm-hmm. and it was so crazy because her she had was having like the worst week and Mm. she had suicidal thoughts and it was just like really getting to her and she was in therapy but at the time she I think she had stopped going and her mom that day saw how down she was and she her mom said hey I'm taking you somewhere and she didn't ask where she was going she just (laughs) hopped in the car Mm. and her mom dropped her off at our pre-conference and she had never been to the school she's never heard of Awaken before and she came in and she like expressed that she truly felt healed for the first time mm. and she had no idea why she was there she had no idea how her mom heard of it but somehow like she got there and mm. i just love god's intentionality yeah. in every single person that's been to awaken and has encountered him mm. and that was just like one of the stories that like we keep to this day because yeah. god is so creative in like his ways of getting mm-hmm. his children to him you mm-hmm. know yeah and he stops at nothing to like reach us so mm-hmm. i thought that was really cool yeah that was the first like story that popped into my head when you asked yeah. that yeah so i feel like we have a ton 
um, of stories like that. And it's always so good to, you know, sometimes share those, especially when you're discouraged or like the enemy's like, yeah, you should stop doing ministry. Mm-hmm. So hopefully it's encouraging to anyone that feels yeah. like they should just give up on their God dream. Yeah. Don't yeah. give up. Don't give up. Yeah, yeah it's good. Okay. Um, we also want to know too, with, I believe like our friendships should help us grow and mm. you kind of talked already about that. And, um, any friendship that isn't helping you towards like a goal that is bigger than yourself. I always kind of, I'm like, well, what are you guys doing then? Why aren't you growing together? So what do you guys do to help each other grow in your relationship with the Lord? Like, is there anything that you guys, um, do specifically or does it just happen naturally? (laughs) I feel like it really happens naturally, but I think one thing is a lot of times we know what each other is going through Mm. and (laughs) we are so good at seeing stuff on like social media or even if we're reading a devotional and we know that it's like something that she's going to relate to or that she's told me she's been going through or sometimes God just says like, Hey, send this to Bianca. Mm -hmm. And we constantly like send each other. We constantly send each other like different verses, devotionals. Yeah. Encouraging things Mm -hmm. from Boo Church. Uh, (laughs) That's our our next shout out. I know. (laughs) Come on. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. Do you guys also share with each other like, Hey, I'm going through this. Can you pray for me? Is there like that open line too? Do you guys pray together? Yeah. Yeah. I, I find myself, I don't know if this happens to you guys, but when I'm going through like a tough thing, I'm not one to naturally want to isolate. I've never, I think I was like that in high school. And so that led me to like self harming behaviors. And so, um, when God really healed my heart from that, he literally taught me like, Hey, I've placed people around you not only your parents and your brother but also friends that are there for you so like take advantage of that and so I literally it's crazy I always do this but I'm going through like a hard day at work or you know just stuff in life and I start like going through my phone list and I'm like why am I even looking to text someone if I already know that someone's Megan? So I find myself always like clicking Megan and there's always a message already open and our iMessage. And I will be honest with her, like Megan, I am going through it. Like I'm, I don't, I don't know what's going on. I really feel out of it. It's been hard for me to read my word, like just really honest and open with where I'm at. And I think she's the same way with me. Um, and we do pray for each other. Sometimes we get together and I, we, I mean, we've been wanting to go to the beach and yeah. like just sit and watch like the sunrise or the sunset mm-hmm. and pray together. Um, we haven't done it. So this is to keep me accountable. <laughs> um, but it, we, we do try to do that. Like or we'll send each other like new worship music, which right now mm-hmm. like Maverick City oh music is like my fave. <laughs> yeah. Right. I'm like crying in the car. I'm like, hopefully the person next to me is not like this girl is going through it. Dang, go girl. Um, But we're just super honest with where we're at. I, at least like from my part, and I feel like Megan cannot hide things from me. She sucks at doing that. It's like we wear our heart on our sleeves. So we're very open with like where we're at. And like, if we need to take breaks, sometimes it's Mm -hmm. like, hey, I'm not going to be able to go to meeting this week. There's a lot of things going on with family and being okay with that. Like people need space. Mm -hmm. And just because they're asking for space doesn't mean that they're not your friends anymore. It's just respecting Mm -hmm. that 
and like loving on them with that space with mm-hmm. that like hey I'm right here so you tell me when you're good to talk mm-hmm. yeah that's awesome did you want to add anything else Megan no I think question? like you hit the nail on the head yeah <laughs> perfectly yeah so I would love to hear is a very vulnerable question um we like those yeah have you guys i feel like at some point when you are close with another person comparison tries to get in between and divide have you guys ever gone through a moment where the enemies tried to use comparison to tear you guys apart or pin you guys against each other in any way i don't know if bianca has but i think there was a phase where Bianca is an incredible speaker and if you've ever heard her you're like one of the lucky ones (laughs) but that is not my strength like at all she's lying (laughs) no but I'm very like introverted and so there was a time in our friendship where I almost questioned God I was like why is Bianca so good at this (laughs) and I am not Mm -hmm. and it almost like I felt like a lot of times I would hear Bianca speak and I was like, okay, God, why didn't you like give me this word or like, mm. you know, I don't yeah. know. And it's so I funny that I feel like that about you, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. And, but I don't think, I think w- once I recognized what the enemy was trying to do in that, mm. I totally shut it down because yeah. I knew that it was just an emotion that I was feeling in the moment and mm. it wasn't necessarily a fact it was more of just how I felt and a lot of times we have to distinguish our feelings from truth and so that was one of those moments where I had to like stop it right there because I knew that like the enemy saw how good our friendship was Mm -hmm. and what we were doing for the kingdom and I think if it would if I allowed that to like take hold of my emotions Mm -hmm. and my thoughts it would have been like super detrimental but instead it was I didn't allow it to go that far mm-hmm. you know that's good but I really do love that you guys do have different personalities you do have different giftings and together it's like dynamite you know and I think that that's what I love about friendships like friends who are very different yeah. but they know how to communicate well so they work together really well and they leverage each other's strengths in order to keep whatever goal that they have and I think the Lord is really I, I just love how your guys' friendship was birthed out of ministry it wasn't like you guys became friends and then decided to go into ministry which is awesome too that's what happened with Shelby and I but I love about you guys it's like the ministry came and out of that came your friendship mm-hmm. and so I think that's beautiful and that this was like a discipleship relationship and now Megan has been equipped so she can run alongside you Bianca mm-hmm. and I just think that's beautiful and I just want to thank you girls so much for being here with us mm-hmm. and just being so open about your friendship thank you for being vulnerable with our listeners um, and you can follow Awaken the Movement on social media it's Awaken the Movement is their ministry and if you guys want to share your social media if anyone wants to get connected with you guys oh my gosh mine is so long okay Megan say yours and then I'll check mine okay mine is Megan LeMay Megan with two G's so M-E-G-G-A-N L-A-M-A-E <laughs> and mine is Bianca Ramirez Q, but I, hold on. B I A N C A, because some people think it's with a K. <laughs> dot Ramirez dot Q, because I'm married. <laughs> <laughs> and then um, we, you can follow us um, at Our Girls Club on social media, and we will post about them and we'll tag them so you guys can find them easier through there as well. But thank you so much for being with us. We had so much fun chatting. We learned so much from you guys. Um, And we'll catch you guys the next episode. We love you so much. Have an amazing day. Bye.